second hour of the Lori and Julia show, the sleep Sarah Moe, our sleep expert, has left the building. But boy, oh boy, people were so grateful, Lori and Grant. Thank yeah. you for taking the calls about getting some advice because it's something that we just don't spend any time on. And if you're not a sleep hero like Lori is, mm-hmm. it's a real She's struggle a f- for the rest of us. And our buddy Steph March has just stepped into the studio, Lori. hey uh-huh. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Lori, are you trapped in a can somewhere? Just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> if she, you didn't even come over here. She's right over here looking lovely. I know. I know. Lovely in Hawaii. Okay, so um, we've been listening to some ads about Restaurant Reek. I know. Very old uh, little radio station. So It's so good. It's the first one of 2024. So, yeah. like, you know, we do three a year with the mm-hmm. magazine, with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And I love the fact that this is the first one. And so it kind of is. Uh, where we try to, um, you know, it's kind of the idea of February can be a rut, right? February can be where you're done with your salads, maybe. <laughs> and you're like, all right, it's time to get out and do something new. Go somewhere else. Try a new dish. Maybe level up in a different way of eating, right? So I think what's great about this is that it is not only, uh, we have 72 restaurants in Restaurant I, Week this month. I saw the list. Isn't and Grant linked it up. And Good. all the craves. I've never seen the crave We've never had a crave in the restaurant. No, we've never had right. them do it. And so what's really good is I know that a lot of people are sort of feeling self-conscious about the fact that, you know, it's a, it's expensive to eat out these days. And groceries are expensive and everything else. And so Restaurant Week is really an interesting way of looking at dining out in the Twin Cities for a, on a budget. You know what I mean? And you get multi-course lunches and dinners everywhere from $15 to $45. But I mean, three-course dinner for $45 is hard to find right. on your own. You right. know, especially when we're talking salmon and steak and chicken and big things like that. And like these lunches are killing me. These two and three-course lunches for 20 bucks. It's a great... It's insane! It's a great deal. And there's some really good names on this list. And first, we just have to back up. How did Broders do with their special? Which, which for Valentine's, remember oh, the $52? Yeah. Oh, remember you came out and talked about their Valentine's yes. special? I hope everyone did well last night because oh. it snowed, of course. I know. I worried about everybody. I was out at a restaurant and it was packed. Good. And it was packed. Good. So I was feeling good. I feel like the neighborhood joints were getting, you know, good. that's kind of where you're going on Valentine's Day is your neighborhood joints. Yep. And I feel like they're doing well like that. Good. So give us some of the highlights that are, are, that are uh, new this time around. Yeah, let's do some of the new stuff because it is kind of fun to think about. Um, you know what? There is, besides Crave, which, you know, they're doing a $45 dinner, and they have eight locations around the Twin Cities, so you're going to be able to find them. That was a big one, because yeah. they've never participated. No, and so it's yeah. a $45 three-course dinner, or a $25 two-course lunch, and, you know, they've got sushi on there, they've got hanger steak, they've got all sorts of stuff. Um, One of the ones I wanted to talk about um, is one of my favorites, and I, we've talked about these guys before a little bit, maybe, but the uh, the M. Koi Viet which is a Vietnamese place in St. Paul on Grand. I've been. Yeah, and it's just like these ladies who are running it. You know, they have the Quaviat, which is the longstanding original spot in Northeast, and this is the kids doing their own. And I love this because, you know, they have those egg rolls at the State Fair. Yes, they do. That we all love. And so they've got a $15 lunch menu and a $27 dinner menu. And like for lunch, you can go with the favorites. You got sesame chicken, fried rice, those kind of things. But then at dinner, you kind of want to think about maybe doing something a little different, you know, and they've got 
Um, they've got besides uh, they've got the bean curd patty rice platter, which is a vegetarian, but it's got tofu and mixed veggies over rice. Very healthy, but kind of a lot of deep flavor with grilled scallions. They've got something called shaken beef, which is like a sautéed beef fillet with watercress salad and cucumbers. So again, mm. I'm looking at fresh but mm-hmm. hearty and maybe a little bit different from what you're used to eating. Mm-hmm. You know what you've been eating the last couple of months. Lori, have you been cooking at home? Uh, yeah, we do. And um, a lot of, you know, kind of it's easy to eat healthy here. What I'm obsessed with are the Hawaiian purple sweet potatoes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Those are legendary. You are lucky to have those. And like do the we, fresh seafood, I bet, is insane. Yeah, the, there's always fresh fish. But do we ever do we ever get purple, the Hawaiian purple sweet potatoes on the mainland? Sometimes we do. Yeah, sometimes you okay. can find them if you go to like the Whole Foods and some of the other mm-hmm. higher end who make sure to bring in some of those produce. But yeah, I mean, like those are and they're really nutritive too. anything more colorful is going to give you more nutrients. You got to remember that. And they're so much better than a regular sweet potato. I don't know what it is. There's a sweeter flavor they're just delicious yes oh good job yeah. of you well done you yeah, Lori. seriously yeah. i love it um well and another place that you want to think about for doing things that kind of like in that you know kind of a tropical i feel like sometimes we want to have a staycation yeah with our dinners mm-hmm. and so makanda out in wyzetta okay which is um a really cool fancy lush greenery all over the restaurant feels like you're in a resort you know maybe where Lori is and then like uh they have this great they have a 45 dollar dinner menu and they've got everything from roasted beets with avocado and blackberries to a shrimp quesadilla with a peruvian rice um they've got scallops with chipotle cauliflower you know puree uh salmon and habanero crema sauce like all of these can be things that you pick that this sounds so good. Forty-five dollar menu. I, I, I mean, really, because you you hit it. I, I mean, um, one of my kids had had some. Uh, his friend had a birthday, and then they did something else, and then it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is like breaking the bank. It is, and yeah. this is the thing: is like you can go, and in fact, I'm going to shout out one which I absolutely love: the fact that Pinoli, which is a new place in Uptown. Um, and it is a compartment restaurant. What they've done is really smart. They have a $45 dinner, but it's built as a dinner for two. So really, it's half that Oh, really? per person. Because okay. what they're doing is you get a large first course for the table to share. They've got like some zucchini carpaccio you can do there. And then you get, then your table gets two pastas, you know, and then they give you, and then you go into the third course and you get to choose one vegetable and two proteins. So you can do like, you know, whatever. And then... And then you can do, like, they give you a chance for upgrades with a little bit of steak or something. You can add some wine on. But still, $45 for two people. That's really good. I and, know. and then the butcher and the boar. Oh, yeah. No. I, I mean, the butcher and the boar I love. Oh, my God. And they have, like, like one of the things about them is the Cheddarwurst, which is so legendary. And yes. we all remember it. But just having that on the menu and being one piece of, like, what is theirs? There's a 45 four, Yeah, $45. Yeah, $45. It's kind of unreal for that. It yeah. sounds good. And I love the whiskey there. Like, they have so many great whiskeys that if you want to get a great cocktail and just kind of level up for that, absolutely possible. I think it's my computer that keeps going Is up. It might I keep, be mine. I keep scrolling through, Lori. Do you have the list there, too? Yes. I mean, there's so one many. Of the, one of the other things that I know people love is they love like the uh, like the uh, Brazilian steakhouses. Yes, you they know, do. and we have Bulvinos both in St. Paul and Bloomington, and then there's another one um, in Maple Grove that we have on there. I can't remember which one that one is, but um, you know, having this like full idea of having the protein coming to you and then having the full salad bar be as part of your meal. 
And just an unlimited amount. It's unlimited. I, I, you know, I, yum. I know. Yum. Do you, so the restaurants who are participating, they, you know, get at, to obviously be part of the program and they um, are getting all these new faces of people who yeah. may or may not have tried them before. Right. So you're probably getting exceptional service on top of everything else that you would always get probably at these restaurants anyway. Yeah, I think they want to show people their best side. And I do think that restaurants are a little slow right now. And it's because of, you know, it's because we've all spent during the holidays. And I also think, you know, the budgets are a little bit tighter. And so I think people are spending on a splurge maybe once, but maybe not going to their neighborhood restaurants as much as they normally have. Right. And so hitting up some of these neighborhood places, even if they're not your neighborhood, is really helpful and lovely. All right, I'm going this year. Okay, you got to go. I'm going. I'm making, I'm taking a stand and I'm going to do it. You're going to do a couple of them. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. There's yes. a lot of great places for lunch. You could hit lunch, you know, at this Ito restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. You can breeze by and then head over here for work. But they've got a $17 lunch, 17 bucks. Mm. You can have a pizza. They have a whole like mushroom uh, pizza or red sauce mozzarella one. And then you can get like a soup of the day or red pepper bruschetta to start. And then you get cannoli. Oh, yeah. 17 bucks, under 20 bucks. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Are we all hungry? I'm, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Seriously, Lori. Seriously, I brought in uh, M&M's, Valentine M&M's yesterday, and the Girl Scouts have sent us some cookies. Ugh. So we have just the sweets, but not the food. Not the food. Um, Stephanie, this is so good. Now, good. Do you, what else What else is happening? What's what's bubbling up at MSP Magazine? We oh. went to Restaurant Week. What's happening with the Weekly Dish? Um, are you guys on the road? Are you in studio? Uh, we are. In, I'm in studio on Saturday. Okay. Uh, Hanson is in Mexico still. Yes. So I have my friend Molly McCurman, who is, she's the, uh, she runs the Malcolm Yard, Malcolm Yard Market. Yep. And we're going to be talking, um, we just have some fun things going on. There's some interesting uh, food gossip that I want to say. Yes, of course. A little bit. Of course. But um, there's also new restaurants, and I just went to a new place called Gia on Valentine's Day with my gal pals. Uh-huh. And so we're going to talk a little bit about pasta, the state of pasta right now. Which it's is, coming back, isn't it's it? huge. We're having a huge pasta year. It's about time. And then fish fry. Obviously, oh, Friday is the launch of fish fry. So we are on Weekly Dish. We will talk about our favorite fish fry spots. So. And that's so much fun. That yeah. was really fun. I was I participated. I think I participated in that last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. The fun. battle, right? The battle was yeah. super fun. All right, thank you, honey. Thanks, and you guys. And of course, you can follow Stephanie March at... at Well, you can find me at Stephanie March on Instagram, which is probably the best way to find me. And you always are posting great things. Yeah. Um, Laureen... Are yes, you ready? Darling. Are you ready? For, are you ready? I'm ready for I'm ready for lunch. I know you got to have lunch. <laughs> it's like 10 a.m. where Lori is. Oh, I'm jealous. I mean, Lori, what time is it? It's like it's noon. Oh, it's 12:15. All right. Yeah, you need a sandwich. You do. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Hey, everybody, Lori and Julia here for Borton Overseas. And if you've always wanted to go to Iceland and you've always wanted to travel with Julia and I, we've got a trip for you. Yes, we, we are do. headed back to Iceland in October with Morton Overseas. It's the 10th anniversary of our trip and um, we're going to go for five nights, six days and they have a really unbelievable itinerary with just enough perfect thing of sightseeing as well as, you know, some free time to enjoy shopping in Iceland on our own. But they do such an amazing job. We'll be going to the Blue Lagoon and I'm trying to talk a couple girlfriends into going, but I'm like, you got to hurry, ladies. You got to hurry, but you there is time, but space is limited. Um, you, I, it, We're just going to have so much fun. Bring your couples, bring your siblings, bring your moms, whatever. We, we hope you travel with us. More information, go to MyTalk.com. 
Keyword Iceland. We're so thrilled. Borton Overseas, this is what they do. They're fantastic. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hi, I see you're having lunch now, Lori. <laughs> I can see her from far, far away. She doesn't have her headphones on. I know. So. She doesn't even know I'm talking to her. Oh, here, here we are. We are. Here we're, we go. we're back. <laughs> we're back. I said I can see you're having lunch now. Um, okay, so a couple big things. We are in Girl Scout cookie season. Oh. And um, the new flavor, I don't know that this is new next year, but we're going to taste this, Lori. It's called Lemonades. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yum. I know, and it's savory slices of shortbread with refreshingly tangy lemon-flavored icing in between. And then we, of course, got Thin Mints, um, you know, your favorite. Um, But so Girl Scout cookie time is happening, and it starts February 16th, and it runs through March 24th. You'll be seeing them everywhere and um that's just they do good things for girls okay so here's the big here's the big showdown you know we were just talking about the um our pocketbooks and things like that starting this friday target is going to launch a new private label called deal worthy and it's a brand new product line uh starting with things starting a dollar so all your basic things that you've been wanting to get that have for some reason you know two toothbrushes are now ten dollars and things like that um they are going after this market they're trying to draw draw in younger um shoppers but deal worthy is going to have about 400 basic everyday items from socks underwear laundry detergents dish soap power cords cell phone cases and things like that so um if you are wanting to do that i feel like this is trying to compete with the dollar stores with some of these other places where you can Mm -hmm. really get things for right dirt cheap and so i think i think it's smart so they're looking at starting this um you know two toothbrushes you can get for 99 cents in this we haven't That's seen a for a while, so I love that. Thank you, thrifty shopper. Listen, I am Lori. I am a thrifty shopper. I, I am. I am. I am. I am. I say I am. Okay, now this this is hot off the press. <laughs> Where are you going to be Wednesday, February twenty first? First, twenty first, yep. or first? First <laughs> next Wednesday. Um, I'll be here. Okay. Well, Where Wednesday night. Um, yeah. if you get CBS. You mm-hmm. might want to watch Dolly Parton's Pet Gala. 
Oh, I remember. It's she is doing a musical variety yes. show featuring musical performances and a one of a kind runway. It's going to be on February twenty first at eight o'clock Central Time, and um, it's going to have Carly Pierce, um, Drew Barrymore, Kristen Bell, Kristen Cavallari, Kristen Chenoweth, Margaret Cho, Billy Ray, um, Neil Patrick Harris, Carson Kressley, Jim Nance, Jessica Simpson, and they're all going to walk the runway with their pets. Lori, I love it. I do too. And they're going to have the latest doggy fashion trends. We're going to have um, the dogs. Some of them are going to do Dolly Parton's iconic looks from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Glastonbury, and more. Um, I don't know if you know who these people are. Doug the Pug, Pooch of NYC, Noodles of Poodles, Tika and Iggy, Squiggy the Faculty Dog. Do you know any of those names? No, I, I do. We do follow a few dogs on Instagram. I think we do. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, it's co-hosted by Jane Lynch. And um, Kelly Osborne, who's oh. barely there. She's so thin. She really is kind of thin. But that's gonna they're gonna be um, red carpet correspondents too. I think that sounds fun. So the doggy fashion gala is going to be happening. Other things that are happening around the world, Lorraine, is yes. um I what you I'm go baby with the flower in my hair. You go tell me what the flower is. What's it smell like? Um, it's a plumeria. Oh, yummy. The little white, yummy, you know, they're yummy. so pretty. They're, they just grow everywhere. This is a big weekend here in town because what is it? we are having our very first um, cross-country World Cup in the United States in 20 years wow. and much less in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Good so, thing we got some snow. A great thing we got <laughs> snow. They've been yeah. making it forever, but this is a big deal. It was canceled in 2020 because of the... Um, whatever that thing was, COVID. COVID. Um, so this is going to be happening this weekend. The um, I think general admission tickets might be sold out, but there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be going on from the World Cup Watch Party Brunch. That's going to be at Maya, which is the um, Mara, excuse me, the Four Seasons Hotel restaurant. And mm-hmm. then they're going to have watch parties um, on Saturday and Sunday in the morning. And they have a really kind of fun thing put together for you. If people are interested in doing something completely different and fun, that's happening this weekend. I just wanted to let you know about that. I, they must be so thrilled. It's no, oh, this right. will make all the difference I, in the world. I yeah. think all of Minnesota places are so thrilled. It's beautiful too, Lori, I have to admit. And think about yeah. it. It's like Denver right now. Literally on Monday, you could have been golfing and now you're skiing in some fresh snow today. It's what a what a what a winter! What a winter! Yeah. I I, th- I think like, so I mean, too. I just, it's, it feels like Denver. It's great. I love it. I know it feels like Denver. It does. It it's been wild. It has been. We haven't had to wear boots, but today that's true. It's been wild. Um, okay, so I'm short on again, Lori. Um, this Madonna is still catching up with me. Had she? Oh started? really? Oh beyond. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I have to say, I've been looking at a lot of people's photos that they've posted. And yes, I, I, the pictures give you a taste of the visual, you know, impact of the show, but I can't wait to see it in person because I think it's one of those things you have to experience it because the pig, it looked wild. Some of these stage, some of these photos I saw. It was a visual Lollapalooza. Yeah, I love it. It was a visual Lollapalooza, and you 
are going to be so excited when you see it. And again, but I'm not going to wear leather. I'm totally no, changing my you're outfit. Wearing a swimming suit <laughs> or a light, a light top. I mean, you really are. Oh, wow. I know it's the truth, though. It yeah. is. It's totally the truth. Um, we're going to come back. Oh, we love this author so much. We're excited to talk to her. Um, Your Times bestseller, baby. I know it. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia on my talk. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for the Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. The Jersey Boys. There's just two weeks left, you guys. you got to see this show if you haven't seen it. It's it's great. But then we're making way on the main stage for beautiful The Carol King Musical. Carol wrote the songs that have been the soundtrack to our lives it started when she started writing hits at 15. Then she married um, Jerry Goffin, who wrote the lyrics. They wrote so many. Lori, I have so much trivia on her, how many songs she's written for so many people. And then, Over 100. And then she goes off on her own. And then people keep recording her songs from her own album, Tapestry. But this yeah, is... The show is so fantastic, Julia. I'm so excited for you to see it. I can't I saw wait. it when it, came, it toured. It's absolutely an amazing musical and great book. It reminds me of like how Jersey Boys is told. It's yes. Like just so perfect the way they tell Love the it. story. Get your tickets. And- visit Chanhassen DT for tickets. Chanhassen Dinner Theater is always entertaining you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging out with us on this sunny Thursday. We are delighted to have New York Times bestselling author who has... Her books are in 30 different languages, has been writing for over 30 years, Susan Elizabeth Phillips. She's back with another fantastic book, Simply the Best. Hi, Susan. Hey there. How are you guys? How are you doing? We are great. How are you? Oh, I am so fried right now. I'm on book tour, so it's been one city, one day. And the first day out, I spilled a cup of tea on my computer, and I just absolutely fried the whole computer. So I'm doing this whole tour on my old iPhone 10. How's that? Okay, that's okay. I can see the stress. That's a lot. <laughs> I can see this happening to us. Same. If we, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, but Susan. Yeah, there have been great turnouts for the events. Good. So that's been absolutely wonderful. But, yeah, I was a little stressed when I heard the computer go, and that was it. Okay, that would be, that would be a, yep. We're with you. Yeah. <laughs> We're with you. We went on a press. We went to the SAG Awards, and Lori forgot to turn on the microphone for all of our, for all of our interviews, Susan. Oh, I would do that. Yep, I, we had, I, I, you know. Yep. I could do that. Yep, no recordings of any of it. <laughs> no, no. And I and I even said to Julia, are you sure you want me to press the buttons? You know how I'm bad at this. And she's like, I want you to do something for once. I wanted her to have a turn. Oh, 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 well, lesson learned, right? No kidding. Lesson learned. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Susan, this is a Chicago Stars novel, and this is the 10th in the series. I think you can read these books in any order is my 
I, I feel like, because you are such an amazing, I mean, I guess your genre would be romance. And we just learned the other day that a third of all books sold are in the romance category. So you've done very well, but you know how to write a romance novel with sex. And I appreciate it like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so do I. Well, I think my books sort of hit that um, fine line between romance and women's fiction because there's going to be a strong romance there. and yep. um, But I'm also going to do other relationships. But i got to tell you, there was just an article recently about me in the Wall Street Journal. Oh. And the Wall Street Journal, she gave me one chili pepper out of three. She said, I'm a little more than one, but less than three. And I think that's probably fair. I, I'm not fighting that one at all. Yeah, no, I would give you two chili peppers. I would too. Yeah. For the spice. Oh, you guys, no, no, you guys need to read a lot more. Oh my gosh, what the writers are putting out now, Daddy. Oh my goodness, it'll send me to my fainting couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Susan, set up simply the best because this is an enchanting really great story and it's it's a romance with a with a murder uh thriller <laughs> piece of it um it is so my chicago stars books as you know you can enter the series anytime it's it's more connection than actually series um right and every book stands alone so in simply the best the hero is this shark of a super successful sports agent. Winner takes all. Failure is not an option. He's kind of a jerk. And the heroine is this failed chocolatier who has grown up in the shadow of her younger brother, who is the hero's most important client. Her whole life has kind of been a disaster while her brother has been this superstar. So it's a love story, but it's also a story about success and failure and what it really means to be simply the best. It's so good. And, and the book is really, really good. I, I was able to enjoy, and I got to read it in a whole day, which is just like my idea of, oh, of heaven. Oh, right? It's luxury. Yes. It really is. You know, and we were talking about your book yesterday because of the chocolate roper and the chocolate rover. Rover. And, and um, you know, you have a you have a theory which I just kind of love, and that you just your motto is life is better with happily ever afters. And yep. I, and your or the other you know what the other side of that is life is too short to read depressing books. There you go. There you go. <laughs> because sometimes they just weigh you down. But your books are so great. They are page turners, like Lori. I got. I read this and I think I took me a weekend. But I just they're so yummy and delicious. And you know it's been a couple of minutes since you came out with your last book, hasn't it? Um, it's been, well, the last book came out during COVID. Yeah. So I didn't get to do a whole lot with it. Um, and yeah, this is the first book since that's come out since then. You know, I, unlike some of my peers, I am a really slow, slow writer. I get a book out about every two years or so. It takes me at least two years to write a book. So I'm not, um, uh, you know, this is my 27th book. Oh, wow. But in terms of, compared to some of my, my peers who've written over a hundred books, I'm slow. Okay, Susan, I have to ask you, because you basically invented the sports romance genre with yep. uh, fancy pants, I guess we could say. How have you enjoyed the sports romance <laughs> of watching in real time Taylor and Travis? Has that not been fun? 
Hold on. They copied me. I was there with the sports romance way before they were. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. But, uh, honestly, you know, we wouldn't. It gets like out of a book or a movie. It really is. But, uh, you know, having a book come out on Valentine's Day and it's a football romance with Taylor and Travis going on yes. has been, let me say, it's been a blessing in terms of publicity. It's been so much fun. I love that. I love it. Do you think they're serious? I mean, do you think this is going to go all the way? Yes. They're getting married. Lori's got them married. I have, I've had them married for quite a while. And I'll tell you <laughs> why, Susan, just like in your book, you know, a, a romance, people have to be at the right time in their lives to be able to have the love, receive and give the love, you know, and they both have dated a lot of other people. So they've had experience in their 34. So it's just like all these things add up. I I agree. I, I, I think they're going to get married, but how they are going to balance these two huge careers. Because oh. as soon as he leaves football, he's going, he's going to be the next Dwayne Johnson. He's going right into movies. Oh, yeah. I, it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, I love you. He's going into movies, not going to broadcasting. He's no, going straight to the big screen. She invented <laughs> no, the yeah. genre. You she's know, a step Susan. ahead of these I two. Know. <laughs> and but, you know, the first book I did in sports show was actually about golf, which is the most boring sport in the world. But the hero was like this good old boy Texas golf pro. Um, so that was that was kind of cool. But the Chicago Stars book started when I had this idea of what would happen if a woman who knew nothing about sports inherited a professional football team. And that mm-hmm. was my first book at Had DBU. It wasn't supposed to be a series. It just kind of grew in a very unorganized fashion. It's so good. All these books are so, I, I, you know, I just. Why aren't these on like the Hallmark them. Channel? Why isn't somebody making movies out of all these? You know, I don't think they're they're sweet enough for the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's go to Lifetime. Let's go to Netflix. Well, I don't care. Yeah, there are edges to them. And we have a pretty strong character development. Every major character, like, I don't know if you notice, is simply the best. Every character in that book goes through a transformation in the yes. process of the book. So we mm-hmm. need a chance to develop some character nuance, uh, I think, if we're going to do that book. But, yeah, they're out there. We'll see. They're out there. Well, and, you know- I really, I did really love the um, how everything peeled back as far as Rory, our protagonist, and her relationship with her, her stepmom who comes into yes. her <laughs> life when Rory is like six. I just... I just love that because so often we do, people do in real life get stuck making all these assumptions about somebody and not looking at, you know, another way. So you really did a great job. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. That was, I like that. And I like developing a romance also with older characters. So that Mm -hmm. was, that was really fun to do. I've done that before and I'm always looking for chances to do that because I like, I like the older lovers as well as the younger ones. And yes, we appreciate love so is appreciate. love is is everyone gets love. Um, you know, one thing I was struck by and you are struck by is that you have been blessed to work with the same editor. If you're just joining us, we're with Susan Elizabeth Phillips, New York Times bestselling author. Simply the best is her latest book. It's so darn good. We just loved it. But that you worked with the same editor on all your books, Carrie, and now she's kind of moving on. 
I know, but I still talk to her okay, all good. the time. <laughs> yeah. I, and, you know, before I left, she picked an editor for me who's a, a much younger editor. And we are just getting along great. But, you know, Carrie is just a longtime friend. Right. And she was a really, really visionary at Avon Books. We, we're going to miss her. Could you know? Gosh, you're keep writing. We love these. We love, 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 love your books. And, oh, thank you. And is your sister still here in the Twin Cities? Oh yeah, she's probably listening now. She checked me with me this morning to make sure that you guys hadn't moved. And she's one of your regular <laughs> listeners. She loves you. Hello, hello. Um, and. She- yeah. Tell me who we're saying I do. Lydia. Livia. Okay, that's it. I forgot. Susan, thank you so much for being on with us. And it's so nice to hear your voice. And you're, the book is unbelievable. Um, simply the best. Do you, so we have to just ask you, do you have a great book that you've read recently that other people should know about too, besides yours? You know, on the plane, I just finished Jane N. Krentz's Night Island, which is creepy, creepy, creepy in a good way. And I'm reading Jennifer Cruzy and Bob Mayer's book, Lavender Blue. Anything I can read with Jennifer Cruzy's voice in it is just absolute heaven to me. She's, she's a gift. So those, that's what I w- have been reading on the plane the last couple of days. I love it. I love, what and city? what city are you in right now? Um, what, I'm sorry, you broke up there. What city are you in right now? Where are you? Right now, I'm in Chicago. I'm going to be doing an event tonight. I came in from an event in Phoenix last night, and then I'm heading to Orlando, uh, to Atlanta. So on the move here. You are. You are. Thank you so much for your time. So great to talk to you. Good luck tonight. Good luck with your iPhone 10. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right. We'll take care. Um, People, we've got a couple books to give away. If you give us a buzz at 651-641-1071, we're going to take a quick break. Lorraine, (laughs) what are you laughing about? This one. Amy and Lisa are book winners. Congratulations to you guys. Yes. Okay, good. Sweet. Okay. This headline and this story made me laugh. So much. We have to Hollywood speak it because here it is. Tom Cruise met his millionaire divorcee Russian girlfriend um, because Tom has been having exclusive tea parties on Sundays at his London home. Oh, dear. The tea parties, a.k.a. Scientology recruitment. (laughs) The Scientology um, initiation parties. (laughs) Wow, Lori. Tommy. At one of his tea parties, did you ever in your life think that no. you would read that in a no. sentence, a headline with Tom Cruise? And the thing is, this Russian woman that he's yes. dating yes. was on Putin's kill list, okay? He's an oligarch. Yeah. Um, she's... He'll never convert her to Scientology. Never. She has a child. I just think she's his tea party beard. Yes. Okay. That's perfect. And there's nothing there. There. I, Lori, I love it. And every, you know, who doesn't want a tea party beard? I mean, that's just the funniest <laughs> three words put together. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you're totally right about that. Yeah. Good God. I mean, Tommy. When she got divorced from the oligarch, the oligarch, this guy, Dimitri, um, I love said that. that it, is that his real name or are you just making that no, up? No, that is his oh, name. Okay. That's a very common. <laughs> I know. I remember Dimitri and all my children. I know there, he was handsome. Handsome. He was so handsome. Um, or no, Dimitri was on um, Dynasty. 
too. You're right. Erica and I, had a Dimitri and Alexis Carrington. They had a Dimitri. It's a classic Russian name. It's a great name. It's a great he name. It cost him $188 million. And she does have money. And Tom might be trying to get some money. But here's the thing. She's Russian. She's already been married to an oligarch who is on Putin's kill list. She can handle Tom Cruise. Oh, totally. Totally. She's got a BS meter that is totally. she's just having fun probably with him. Oh yeah, I love that, Lori. And she has a, like a daughter too. Okay. And well, so daughters want to meet movie stars. Yeah, and but she's you know probably Russian Orthodox. She's not going to have her daughter go hold some cans and go to Scientology school. I mean, it's a tea party <laughs> beard. It works for everybody. I <laughs> <laughs> just. I That's love funny. you. Yeah, okay, I, yep. I love the interpretation. Love I it. do, okay, no. Thank you. I left out a very important thing for us to Hollywood speak from the Sharon Stone in style interview, which was, I recommend it highly. Okay, um, yes. Okay, but one of the things that we found out, and I hope Brittany is listening, is um, after Sharon's stroke and yes. she was not working a lot, and when she would work, she had trouble remembering stuff. And she just told everybody she was in menopause. Yes. And so her memory was bad, but really she was learning how to think and talk and everything. Yes. But she wanted to do something to give back because it was such a miracle that she made it. One percent chance of surviving that stroke. She decided to attach herself. Her dentist, Dr. Gossman, said we could use your face and I want to start giving doing get dentists to do prono, pro bono work with skid row and with people yeah, who yeah. are homeless. Oh toothless and, and homeless that, is her? Homeless, not toothless, <laughs> is Sharon are you Stone kidding and me? Dr. Gossip. Okay, that's that's hysterical. <laughs> wow. And I called it the opposite name, of course. Oh, are yes. you kidding me, Lori? That's funny. It is so funny. Of course, if you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it has been a thing for two years in a row because Kathy Hilton, when she heard it at a party, she's like, homeless. Not she had the reaction that all the world has it. But Sharon says, Dr. Gossman was just, Sharon, you're the celebrity. And she fought him on the name. She did not think it was a good name. And he was insistent. It was like he had this marketing thought. Well, the people might be homeless, but they're not going to be toothless. Okay. Oh, gosh, Lori. Okay. But, I mean, it's okay. such a great cause yeah. because there's nothing worse. So. It's such a great cause. The name has just always been something. That's funny that that was Sharon Stone. Yeah, and the rest is history. And she's like, okay, he's really doing all the work, and she's like the celebrity face of it yes. and she gave money to get it going and everything like that but i just thought oh six degrees of sharon stone with the beverly hills housewives homeless not toothless oh that yeah, is just that, that is a funny small world story yeah okay johnny lee miller he's i guess on on the west end of london uh, just starting to play. So he's been doing some press and this is from the guardian. And before, and just to give people context, he was originally married to Angelina Jolie. He was way back in 1996. Way, he was in that years. He was in that Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yep. Great. Good actor. You know, elementary, really good actor. elementary forever. Elementary. 
That was the one. Yes. Yes. yes elementary, where he was kind of a Sherlock Holmes. He kind of was, yeah. And the great Lucy Liu. I loved that show. I loved that show. Ah, oh, another example of procedural comfort TV. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. So Johnny Lee Miller was asked, what was the craziest thing you did to impress a lady? He said he jumped out of an airplane on 10 minutes notice. Like, like he was... His girlfriend said, let's, I want us to jump out of a plane in the San Bernardino, you know, where you go with me, we're going to go this morning. And who do you think that person was? Angelina Jolie. Yes, it was. Yep. He said she was the most fearless person. And if you re, I think, you know, we do remember she was a wild child in her teens and her twenties. People always think she got wild with Billy Bob. No. But she was, um wild way before this he basically uh, left england moved to california they were in some movie together yeah and he said that yeah she's like they went and he said we jumped three times that day and it was absolutely i was absolutely terrified and i couldn't believe it. i kept agreeing to do it but they were so I wanted hot. to impress her i couldn't do that if, if no i i couldn't even i'm i don't think i could jump all right, maybe I could jump if I could tandem jump with Charlie Hunnam, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't. Oh, I would like do it. that. I, no, I would do that if I could tandem jump with someone who they had a parachute and I had a parachute. So for sure, one of them was going to open. That's right, my biggest he, fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and anyway, then breaking my knees when I hit the ground. Yeah, I mean, what's the craziest thing you guys have ever done to impress somebody? I mean, I don't think I could do that one. No, no, I went hunting. Oh, yeah. What else? Oh, I did. I went grouse hunting. Yeah, I went grouse hunting and duck hunting where we had to cut out ice in the boat. It was was so cold. It was horrible. It was the most horrible thing. And I just said to the guy after we did a turkey hunt, I said, you know what? I've been lying to you. My dad was a hunter. I never even went to the woods. I don't even know. Like, skied a really hard hill, but I don't know who that impressed, except my kids. I don't know. Well, yeah, I know. Anyway, I just like that. I like knowing that, too. And they are, they have remained friends, those two. Yes. Yes. But she was they a have. wild child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also said uh, she was the one who got him into throwing knives. She had a thing in her apartment with a box that at the end of their bed, and they, after they probably got done screwing, they would sit and throw knives. So, so before axe throwing, there was knives throwing. Oh yeah, there's Lori. There's there was a there was a funny thing for yesterday for Valentine's Day, like Google searches about mm-hmm. what couples are gonna do um, or find romantic to do together. And for Minnesota, it was the axe throwing. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so it's just so weird how random that is. You know, I've never done that still, but people, I've never done that. Have you, Grant? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, just, yeah. I've even done it. I I've done it up in Brainerd. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah, and I'm very around. good at it, Julia. I, I'm an aimer. I've I've I'm tried to cut wood with an axe that's... for for firework. Oh, it's but... much better just to throw it in one direction. <laughs> yeah, let it stick, and you don't have to pick anything up. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. There you go. Are involved. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, but there, it's heavier and harder than it looks. Yes. I believe you. I believe to be you. Accurate, because wood doesn't split like a lumberjack when I try to do it. <laughs> I want to say so many dirty things right now. I know. I know. Just I, I was going to say my experiences with lumberjacks are 
A completely different? Yeah, completely. (laughs) There's a split involved. There we go. All right, stay with us. DeLorean, Julia, and my talk. Always streaming. You can take us with the app whenever you want us. um, And listen and win on the app. We'll be right back.